Hi, I'm Tracy. I'm April. And And this this is Killer Spirits. episode something we forgot (laughs) (laughs) you'll see it you'll see it it's like a 60 60 something but it's almost fall and i'm so excited so excited that we made a fall drink today we did um and our episode today is a little different we're doing a little bit different format this is an alternative format it's alternative we feel alternative today you know i will say I like the little, doing, the little sigh. Doing a fully like productive podcast like we usually do is a lot of work. Which I do love. We do love. But we also both work full-time jobs. Yeah. it's a, This is our, our side gig. Yeah. I have no children, but I have a dog. <laughs> Tracy high, has, Tracy she's a has children. She's a high-maintenance dog, too. So, you know, we are busy, and sometimes we feel guilty about not being able to be as fully produced as we should be. Right, but we um, miss you guys. But we miss you guys, and we want to talk. So yeah. So here's the thing: we have um, things to say. We're gonna sprinkle these in here and there. This is just kind of our um, stream of consciousness. Things that we've researched that probably don't necessarily uh, have enough information for a full episode. Right. But they're very interesting tidbits, um, and we're gonna share them with you because you know now you're our captive audience. <laughs> Actually, you could change the channel. It's fine. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> fine. Well, okay. So today's cocktail, because oh, it is, it. you know, it's still early in the day. It's pretty early. Sunday. And um, we decided to get totally in the fall spirit because it might rain today. I'm so exciting. Crazy here in California that it might rain. Um, so we did a pumpkin spice latte martini. Yes, and it is a latte martini. So if you like like espresso martinis and mm-hmm. you like pumpkin, this is your jam. Yes. This is your jam. Um, okay, so I did, what did I do? Okay, two, two ounces. ounces of the Veil pumpkin. And vodka. Veil is V-E-I-L. And they have a bunch of different flavors yeah. of vodka, which are very cheap and amazing. They actually are really cheap. Like $13 a bottle or something? Yeah. $11, yeah. something like that. Something like that. Um. Then I did two ounces of the Mr. Stacks pumpkin spice liqueur, which is the creamy mm. liqueur. So, so I think good. Mr. Stacks is like probably the off brand or whatever, but you could do a fancier one if you wanted. That's just the one we had. To. It's tasty. It's so good. Um, and then I did four ounces of freshly brewed coffee mm-hmm. out of my Nespresso and just a smidge, <laughs> just a slight smidge of cinnamon vodka I, d- I think it gives it a little something, something it really does and then i did a little sprinkle of pumpkin spice on the top on the top it's beautiful go check and out a cinnamon instagram stick. i posted a picture of it um it honestly doesn't even taste like there's alcohol in it no um, which is dangerous yes but this this would be a really good holiday drink bust this out even for thanksgiving i think it mm-hmm. would be so delicious or like um after dinner with a dessert, mm-hmm. like a little cookie on the side. Oh yeah, a little, a little, little pumpkin cookie. pie, little cookie action, <laughs> a little something. <laughs> yeah, 
tasty. Yeah, it's very good. Good job, April. Thanks. I love it. Um, yeah, so because this episode is alternative, we can just talk about whatever <laughs> we want. Right. <laughs> I had a couple things I wanted to talk about. You please do. So uh, I know that you've been on jury duty. Correct. Several times. And you've been selected for several juries. Just, I was actually, well, I was selected twice. Once as an alternate and then once as a actual juror. Mm. And the alternate one never went to trial. Well, I have never. They've called me, I would say like four times now, probably. Mm -hmm. Um, And in this last three years, I got called the last three years. Because I used to move a lot. I've moved a lot. You know that. Yes. Um, from different counties, from they one just county to another, catch up with you. They couldn't, <laughs> so they'd say like, you know, the letter says if you've moved from this county in however many days, six months like, or whatever, and then I'm I go, out. oh yeah, moved, I'm out, can't do it. Um, well now, you know, I bought a house, so I'm stuck here. Uh, uh, so they're finally catching up with me and sending me jury duties. So then You're I'm a slave to the man now. Actually, like, kind of like I kind of wish they would call me in because I want to see. Yeah, I will say um, being on a jury was extremely interesting. I really enjoyed the actual trial part of it. Um, listening to the different sides and the story. I mean, because I'm nosy as fuck. We all know that. Yes, me and too. And so when you're on a jury, like, and but the yeah, parts the where deeds. you don't get to hear things on a jury are just, like, so upsetting. Because I'm like, what are they talking about in there? I need to know. Oh, yeah, the things uh, you can't know. Yeah. But as a juror, you get to hear so much stuff that you would never hear. And so, you know my nosy side is just like in heaven. The part that I hated, of course, was deliberations oh. because people are fucking stupid. I'm <laughs> sorry, guys, but honestly, when I, okay, m- my trial was so cut and dry. I was like, oh, boom, we're going to bing, bang, boom. We're going to be right out of here. This guy's guilty as fuck. I go in to deliberations and I'm literally looking at some of these people thinking, were we, were we in the same trial? They were obviously in a different trial than me. Or an alternate universe. I'm not sure what was happening. But was it everybody? No. It was just basically like three out of the 12. But three is still a lot. Yeah. And then we we talked two of them out of it. But this one was a holdout. We never never got a um, Was she a holdout just based on personal issues? Or based on the actual trial? Um... I don't know, maybe, I think it was personal issues. Like, she's like, I'd never, I would never say somebody was guilty ever. I, no well, matter what the case was. No, I think she just had a lot of excuses on why we could say that possibly he wouldn't be guilty. Like, he, this is basically like a squatter situation where he, like, somebody was selling their house. The son was still living there, but the parents had left. The son basically was, like, gone for a few days. Some guy came in and squatted there and started, like, like taking all their shit to the dump and, like, trying to sell their things. And lived in their home. They owned this home. Yeah, that's a hard no. And her thing is, like, she was going on and on about squatter's rights and, like, you know, homelessness. And I'm like, so basically what you're saying is I can go on vacation for seven days. Somebody has a right to come into my house and just squat there and sell my stuff. That's what you're saying to me. Right. And, you know, she was like, that's not what I'm saying. It was over and over and over oh, for so hours Oh, so she was a lunatic. Okay, there is a reason there's a movie called 12 Angry Men. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I was so angry. <laughs> I was basically like, I'm so done. Oh. It's a good thing they have guards there because you want to throw people out the window. Oh, no. I'm not saying every deliberation is like that, but that was my experience. And then I immediately got strep throat after, so I was like, oh, it's just the hells. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this courtroom just like, completely in this place. <laughs> made me so sick. That's interesting. But anyway, we had like a hung jury. 
Oh, I would have a problem with that. Oh, yeah, we did. That would bother me forever. Also, the other, just my little tidbit for anyone out there. Maybe you've already done this and you realize your mistake. Don't ever be the foreman. Don't ever be the foreman. I they, was the foreman. Look, they always put girls like us in charge of stuff like that. I don't want to be in charge. I don't want it. They think because, like, you're, you can, you know, articulate things. Right. And, like, oh, she seems smart. She should be in well, charge. I'm smart. And I'm like, what about everybody else? Aren't there other smart people? No. <laughs> There's not. There's very few. This happens to me constantly. Yeah. They're like, oh, just give it to her. She'll be fine. Because no one else wants it. So you're like, oh, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. And then the judge is like, if I put you guys back in the room, do you feel that like you'd make a decision? And I remember looking at that judge thinking, if you fucking put me back in that room, <laughs> this woman's going out the six story oh, window. I'm not kidding you. I was like, nope. <laughs> That's a hard negative. So, yeah. Um, anyway, that was a lot of information. But I will say that being on a jury is actually really interesting. Yeah. I and want to be interested. Really cool. And you know what? I don't know because of my like. My background, I don't know if I would be an ideal jury. Nobody's an ideal. Nobody. Yeah, I guess. No, they really aren't. They, I mean, there might be an ideal to that specific case, but every case is so different. That's true. And what they're looking for is so different. I don't think anyone is an ideal. This is why you're, you're, we're peers. We're just all out in the world, yeah. you know? And how they choose the jury is very specific to each case and, and each, um, you know, prosecution or defense depending on that and I like barely missed it too because they got to my they have like a a morning call-in and then an afternoon call-in oh so they make you call in at like 11 30 oh yeah yeah I remember and you that. have to show up at one o'clock so which is fucked up okay if I'm not wait, there at eight leave me alone honestly <laughs> what if I worked out of town or something right just get out of here anyway um so I didn't get called for the morning one that day and my number was like deep at the end right like I was, like, in the 30s, and they started at, like, the 7, 8 range. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't think they'd ever even get to my number. Well, they did, but I was a an afternoon call-in, oh. and they dismissed the, all the afternoon call-ins. It's because they already found people. Yeah. But then the group after me had to call in the next day. So I don't know why they skipped... It just, yeah, it all depends. They I have, mean, like, an algorithm. I don't know what they do. I barely missed it. I know. And then I always, like, when you go through the voir dire where they ask you the questions and they don't choose me, I'm, like, so offended. I'm, like, what's wrong what's with wrong me? What's wrong with me? <laughs> but then I think, what, what am I trying to do? What did I ever do to, to you? Do? Now, the last one that I was that um, I was called for, which was, what, not, like, last month? It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because you had to re, uh, you had to postpone it because your ankle. Oh, oh, no, no, it was my surgery. Um, oh, that's right. yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. that was the time before. <laughs> oh yeah, your ankles. <laughs> they the always call. Before. They always call me on jury duty when something major has happened oh in my, my life, gosh. and I'm like either cut open or broken a bone. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I went, and we are all called up. We're all sitting in the hall, getting ready to be called into the voir dire portion of it. Mm-hmm. And they basically come out, and they're like, "Oh, the guy decided to make a deal." And then the judge calls us in, and he's basically like, "This happens sometimes because they re- it makes it real." For the defendant that there's a jury waiting out there and they see you and they get scared and so they make a deal i was like gosh Spooked darn in. it i was excited <laughs> all you needed to do was show up right so that was interesting yeah i'm sure we'll all get our chance someday yeah i know some people hate it i don't know why i think it's actually a very interesting <clears throat> well i mean you know we still get paid yeah i mean our job does not everyone not but everyone, yeah but um a lot of people have issues where like you know 
they're taking care of a, a well, yeah, a then they get into a child or they're breastfeeding. Like they get excused. Yeah, I mean, I had one guy at one of the juries. The judge is like, "Does anyone have a reason they can't serve on this jury?" And he's like, "I'm going on a cruise." And the judge is like, "Okay, bye." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least you're honest. You he's know? like, "I already paid for my ticket." I, I mean, go. the judge is probably like, "I know about cruises, man. We get you." I mean, they have a thousand billion people come That's on. That's true. <laughs> have just waves of people coming in but i will pray for you to have your moment yeah in the I, sun. you know i'm still young so in the jury duty i have sun. plenty of time <laughs> yes, to get picked do. we'll see yeah you'll get it um speaking of juries okay i've been following this parkland shooter case okay can you re- refresh my memory okay so parkland shooter was uh an uh, i want to say an elementary school in florida how many years ago was it <sighs> hold on and I know I sound really I'll awful. Tell you. No, no, no. Asking, and I don't want to. I don't want to um, guess because I want to give you the right information. No, but I honestly, I mean, this is just for a caveat for everyone else there. I don't look at the news that often, like, and the news that I do see, sometimes I'm not sure it's accurate because like TikTok or something. Right. So I don't always trust it. If it's on TikTok, I don't really trust it. Um, not that I should trust a lot of news anyway. Yeah. But anyway, True my doubt. point is, is that I don't look at it too often because I'm one very busy and two like it's depressing as it hell. It is depressing. Um so I might have read something about it or been told about it. I just don't recall. So the Parkland shooter case is from 2017. It was a mass shooting mm. at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Florida. Okay, I'm this I'm it's coming back to me now. He um Murdered 14 students. Oh, Jesus. That's right. three staff members. Okay, I remember. Um, So he is in court right now. He pled guilty for his crimes. One of the few that didn't commit suicide or get killed. True, which is interesting. Okay. I don't know. I'm sure there will be books written. I'm sure. Whatever. Um, So... He's it's in the news right now because it's in trial. Okay. Um, he pled guilty, so I mean, there's no reason he couldn't plead guilty because he fucking did it. Well, he's on camera. Yeah, they have videos and like audio recordings. Ugh. Like, there's no, which all played out in court, which is really heart wrenching. Of I course, ca- I can't imagine. Um, and the people who uh testified for um the prosecution were, you know, heartbroken. And grief-stricken. I mean, it was really an emotional trial. Um, Gosh, my heart. And so the it's in the news right now because the defense had uh, produced, allegedly, produced a list of 80 witnesses that they were going to call up to testify mm-hmm. in this trial. And on behalf of the Parkland shooter. Um, they're trying to contend that he has fetal alcohol syndrome. Okay. Um, that's their defense. Okay. So they're not saying fetal alcohol syndrome. They're saying, uh, his mother consumed alcohol while she was pregnant. Okay. So not they're making people take the leap in their mind without sure. saying it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know that if he's non-diagnosable, I don't know what the, what the deal is on that. Interesting. Um, and they're saying they're contending that he should get life in prison and not the death penalty. So that's what they're deciding. So that's what this trial is about. Correct. That was the second jury trial that I actually was an alternate on. Oh, really? It was just life in prison or death penalty case. Ooh, death penalty is hard. I mean, a hard case to. Yeah, it, no, it absolutely is. And because everything has to be so yeah. exact. Right. Because you don't want that to be wrong. Well, no. Yeah. I mean, you're basically making a decision on someone's life. Yeah, you can't take that back. That's not an easy place for a jury to be either. No, exactly. Um. So what happened on 
think it was Wednesday or Thursday this last week. So the defense had 80 witnesses. They had only brought forward 40, roughly 40. Um, and they showed up to court around like 10 in the morning. Everybody's there. The jury's there. Uh, prosecution's there. Defense is there. Everybody, the judge. They all show up to court expecting 40, 40 more witnesses to be brought up there to be questioned. Which is going to take a lot of time. It's 40 witnesses is not take a, a lot little of time. list. Um, and they rested their case. Just like out of the blue. They're like, hello, we rest. Literally, the lady st- stood up and she's like, and the defense rests their case and everything else will just be putting on record. And the judge is like, um, I'm sorry, excuse me. The judge was literally flabbergasted. Like, okay, she's definitely a younger judge, which I'm always used to seeing like really old judges. Crotchety. Yeah, she's like maybe, <laughs> I would say in her early 40s. Good for her. Yeah. Um, and just the look on her face is like, she's so confused. <laughs> like, what do you mean? You're resting your case. That's it? And then she got mad because they didn't communicate they didn't communicate they didn't tell anybody they made everybody show up to court right they made the jury uh leave work you know like again yeah to show up to court and you have nothing so then also in a seriously traumatic case exactly yeah and this jury has sat through a seriously traumatic i mean testimonies exactly yeah um yeah, all these people just bawling on the stand. It's like, oh my god, I can't. Oh, of their children who died. Yeah. Like you can't. No. Yeah, I trauma. can't even go there in my mind. But the trauma. So, um, so then she gets angry, and then the she's judge. like, yeah, she's like, kind of blows up and is like, this is the most unprofessional. <laughs> I mean, and then she goes through a whole litany of like other things that the defense attorneys have done. Like, oh. showing up late to court the day after she makes a decision they don't like. Oh. Um, there was, like, some couple other things that had happened. Sounds like they're being theatrical. Sounds like it. So then I she just finally broke and was like, this is enough. I can't. And then she asked the prosecution, like, do you guys, are you guys ready to present anybody? And they're like, no. We haven't called anybody to court yet. Like, they had 40 more witnesses. We don't, we're not ready. We were settling in for, like, two more weeks, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so we have not told anybody that they're supposed to report to court because they don't need to yet. Oh, my goodness. And, like, don't put people through more trauma than they're already right. put through um, to show up every single day to court and then not be called to testify yet. I wonder what happened to their 40 witnesses, though. That would be my question. I don't know. Like, did they choose not to call them or if 40 people said, no, I'm not coming? They didn't say. I mean, I guess if you're subpoenaed, you don't have a choice, though. It's true. So. So, um, yeah. So she then you'd be up. technically a hostile witness, right? Because if you don't, if you don't want to oh, testify. Like under duress? Yeah, because if you don't want to testify um, and they have to subpoena you and you're basically testifying for the defense. Yeah. Then you would be considered. I don't know exactly. But if you don't work. show don't up, isn't me. that contempt of court? Yes. So you just take. Yeah, if you're subpoenaed, like you have to something. come. Mm-hmm. I guess you don't have to say much. You know, you don't have to. <laughs> you can still get in trouble for that if the judge is mad about it. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Mm. So uh, now it's back in the news because on Friday, the defense filed a motion to have that judge removed. Oh, my God. I feel like they're setting her up. They could be. You know, like, let's get her mad and, like, you know, then we'll remove her because we don't like her decisions that she's been making. They definitely set the stage. Or you're going to have to keep us updated because I need to yeah, know if she's going to be removed or not. Um, 
They're saying the motion alleges that the circuit judge Elizabeth Schrader. I don't want to say her name wrong. Scherer. Um, <laughs> that does not sound right at all. Her conduct during the Wednesday exchange revealed long-held animosity toward the defense counsel that has infected the proceedings and will prevent their client from getting a fair trial. Well, just be careful, defense, because sometimes you might um, be Replace careful what you with wish somebody. for. Yeah, because yeah. you might get someone who, A, is the same or worse and feels the same way. Right. But it doesn't sound like she was, like, had animosity towards them. It was the situation. And it was the defense counsel. Right. Not the, it didn't really have anything to do, it, it had to do with the professionalism of how you're presenting in court. Right. It didn't have anything to do with the case. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the judge said when she was angry, um, she insulted her, the defense attorney had insulted her during the trial blatantly by taking your headphones off, arguing with me, storming out, um, and coming late intentionally if you don't like my rulings. Yep. She said, so quite frankly, this has been long overdue. So she had to go through the whole thing with the, um, with the defendant on, you know, do you understand what you're doing? Right. Like, do you understand? By resting your case, this is yeah. it. You can't come back and say, oh, they convinced me to do this or, oh, it wasn't my choice. Like, we're under the same understanding this is your choice because he's obviously over 18 now yeah at the time he was a minor or do we know i, I can't know. remember i can't remember either but so she had to make sure he understood this is the situation right and he said he did he said he did oh okay yeah he was all yes your honor and yeah i understand she's like you're not under the influence of alcohol or drugs you're not being coerced you're not being like well, those are, those are important questions. Do you questions. understand all these things? Because it's going to come back to an appeal. Yeah. And and you stood in this court and said that you understood. So exactly. you can't come back later and say, I didn't get a fair trial because they didn't call my witnesses. You know? Yeah, I don't wow. know. That'll be very interesting to see what the outcome is of that. So the trial is tentatively scheduled to resume September 27th. Oh, my God. That's so far. Yeah. Well, yeah, the prosecutor said out. they'll need more than a week to prepare their rebuttal case. Oh my god, that poor jury! Now they got to go live their lives and come back again. Oh. What a mess! What a mess! Yeah, and um, just those poor families. I, I, again, my heart is just broken for them. It's, and I don't know anything about the shooter's parents, but historically my heart is broken for them too because yeah it's nobody wins in this kind of situation well apparently he was um i think taken through foster care okay and then he was adopted okay but still he had caregivers right so he had an adopted mother he has a birth mother okay i don't know if I mean, they talk about his adopted mother, but they don't talk about his birth mother. And so. I don't know the history of him to even comment on it. So, right. Um, but it's just, it's it's heartbreaking. It's rough. Wow. Well, I was going to talk about something. I fell down a rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. Let me um, hear your rabbit hole. So this is something that happened actually in Pennsylvania on f- in February of 2021. And I'd okay. never heard of it before. So see, sometimes I do fall down rabbit holes and I'm like, what is this? I'm like, <laughs> so I never heard of this. Um, and so this was a neighbors they lived across the street from one another okay um and so one of them was basically like a single man um and then there was a couple that lived across the street i don't really know if the couple had kids i'm not sure i'm not sure i'm not even really sure of their age but um they from what i understand they didn't really have any animosity towards one another 
but maybe there were some underlying issues that's just not mentioned. I don't know. Like you left your garbage cans out too long? Maybe, but this is, okay, so this just kind of, this story just kind of reminds me of like, I'm definitely the type of person that does not like confrontation. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anyone like immediately, if, if I ever feel there's even a moment of confrontation, I'm out. I'm out of there. That's smart. Um, it, it's also just probably my personality. I don't handle it well. Uh, some people thrive on it. Um, but this is just a be wary kind of situation because just don't engage with people because you, A, you don't know what's going on in their life. You don't know what kind of trauma they've had in their life. You don't know. You just don't know. And so, like, when you're on the road and you're flipping people off and you're yelling out your window, you could die. That's all I'm going to say, okay? So this situation, there was, like, 31 inches of snow that fell. Okay. okay? So this was at the 1st of February in 2021. Um, 31 inches of snow fell in Pennsylvania and other parts of the Northwest. So it was just dumped, mm-hmm. okay? So, of course, you got to get out and shovel your snow. You so have to, yeah. this couple goes out, shovels their snow. The guy across the street, single guy, shovels his snow. He does his thing. His driveway looks pristine. Well, when this couple comes out, they start shoveling their snow, and allegedly, I don't know how accurate this is. It's hard to tell from the video. Mm-hmm. But they were basically pushing the snow up on his portion of his house. Rude. It is fucking rude. If that's the case, it's rude. Yeah. And, and, and the, the thing about this story is, like, it, when I'm reading the story, it's like, I, I almost feel bad for, for the guy who did the bad thing. Because yeah. I'm like, what are these people doing? But then you don't, I don't know the whole story. Right. So this couple goes out. They're, like, pushing the snow up. The, the single guy comes out. He's basically like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Oh, right. I'm really pissed off. And the video clip, I think, is about three minutes long. And you actually can go look for it and find it. Okay. I'm not really saying any names. I don't know if I should. It's in the news, but I guess I'll just say the names because it's already in the news. You literally can just search for it. So the single man's name was Jeffrey Spade, and the couple was James Goy and Lisa Goy. Okay. So James and Lisa went out. They start shoveling their snow, shoving it all over in Jeffrey's situational. He is getting pissed off. There's the video. He comes out. Jeffrey comes out. He's like, you know, know, mad, yelling at them. Well, they just immediately start, like, aggressively engaging with him. Wow. Like, fuck you. Get that. I mean, like, ob- obscenities. They're screaming at him. Um, so they were trying to start something, it seems like. I, you see, and this is where I'm confused because I'm like, it's what? like, did you come out ready to fight? Because yeah. you were causing a problem and now you're engaging in. Right. And I yeah. think if, if, that wasn't they, an accident. if they truly were, like, pushing the snow up on him, he had a reason to be upset about it. Well, and if you were doing that and didn't realize it, you'd be like, oh, shit, my bad. Right, or I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm an idiot. I've never shoveled snow before. I mean, I don't know. You know, I have never shoveled snow before. I have no idea how you Pennsylvanians are out there shoveling snow. I'm a California girl, so I don't really know. Like, I don't know if you're just supposed to put it on the side of your driveway or what. Like, come on, guys, you can tell me if you're a Pennsylvanian. I know we have one Pennsylvanian listener. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell me. But, yeah, so they basically, are, they're all yelling and screaming at each other right. at this point. So Jeffrey goes back in his house. They're still out there, you know, shoveling and yelling into the ether Guys. to this guy. He walks out with a gun. Oh, no. Okay, so this is the thing. Like, he walks out with a gun. They continue to yell at him. Oh, my I'm sorry. God. If I saw a gun, yeah. I would be booking it Go out of there. Go inside. No. And then. Or at least shut up. Lisa Goy's like. 
go ahead, go ahead, do it, do it. Oh my god! Like daring him to do it. Don't do that. He starts shooting, and you're watching. You're literally watching this video, and no one's reacting. He's just shooting, and they're still like yes, sitting there yelling at him. Well, all of a sudden, the husband James gets hit. I don't know if it's in the shoulder or what. And then he's yelling, and then all of a sudden, I think they're realizing like the levity of this. Like, hello, you're gonna get fucking murdered. Yeah, so he walks over and basically starts shooting Lisa. She's, like, down on the ground. Um, and he walks back into his house. Like, he leaves. These neighbors run out. They're like, oh, my God, what's going on? And she's just laying there. Like, she's still talking, though. She's she's still alive. Yeah. You can hear the husband's like, call 911, call 911. The neighbors come out. Jeffrey walks out with basically, a, like, some kind of AK something. Okay. Like a rifle or a, I know they say it in the, um, in, in here, but I can't remember what exactly what it was, but it's ba- basically a big old gun. Right. Um, and just continues to shoot them. What? So the neighbors run away. Obviously. Wait, wait, wait. The neighbors that are coming to help, he shoots at them or no, he just no, no. shoots at the The two? neighbors that ran away, they, they saw what was up and they got out of there. Um, he did not try to go after the neighbors to shoot them at all. He was not focused on them at all. Oh. He was only focused on James and Lisa. He, he shoots James. He's gone. And then you can just see him like Lisa's laying on the ground and he just goes up and basically just pounds bullets in her in her body. And then she's dead. Wow. And you're just like, okay, this is over snow, guys. Yeah. You know, and this is I think this is why the story stuck with me so hardcore. Like I have great neighbors or whatever, but we annoy each other. Everyone's gonna annoy each other, but like, you know, you don't know what's going on in this person's life. And, you know, allegedly he was, like, in the military. We don't know what kind of trauma he had. Flashbacks. You know, we just don't know these things yeah. about people. And so he he went in his house, and he committed suicide after this. Oh, God. And so there's obviously a lot of things going on. And his family's basically, like, he was an amazing person. You know, we we would never expect this to happen. And it's, like, sometimes that one thing can just push you over the edge, and you don't know what that is. But the confrontation is just really what got me. It's, like, I don't understand people who are going to be out screaming at each other. You have to lo- still live near this person. Yeah. What are you going to do? You know, like, what are you going to do? I And I know people do some wacky things with their neighbors. Like, neighbors can make you really mad. There just has to be other ways to deal with it. Yeah. You know? That's scary. But that, yeah, but you can search for that video. I don't know if I recommend it, but I was traumatized watching it. Um, yeah. But it's out there. It's on, It's definitely on the internet, and it is very, very sad. And the two people who were murdered have family and loved ones, too. Right. You know, who miss and love them. And it's just, like I said, nobody wins in that kind of situation. Nobody. No. no. You know, and it's like, I, it was just, I don't know. I probably got stuck in that story for a couple hours yesterday. <laughs> that and the queen. Oh, my God. God rest queen. her soul. R.I.P. queen. I loved her. I know. I people could give have, a shit. But. People have a lot to say about the monarchy. I recognize that colonialism i get it nobody come at me okay um because <laughs> i know both sides of are the you story you're getting canceled for saying <laughs> r.i.p the queen R- well maybe okay. like some people out there being crazy you know whatever guys calm down but anyway after speaking about confrontation i know y'all need to calm down about the queen i know i'm always afraid to say anything you know what the only part that i don't like about the queen dying is andrew Oh, well, that's because a whole other he's issue. he's a pedophile. No, so. he's... Uh, th- that's not even an argument. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's a fucking pedophile. So, no. that's he's the only canceled, thing I care okay? about, about the queen dying. No, he's canceled. I mean, RIP queen, you know, she's an old lady. But it's always I will sad say, when somebody important dies. It totally tugged on my heartstrings that 
King Charles the third let Harry wear his uniform yesterday yeah. when they did the vigil. And like I was like all like verklempt about it. I said verklempt to someone recently and they're like, what does that mean? Oh my God. You're like, get lost. I'm like, verklempt, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, that Wait, was lovely. Is Charles a pedophile or is Andrew? Charles is not a pedophile. He's the king. Am I getting them confused? No. Who is married to Princess Di? That's Charles. But he's not a pedophile. It's Andrew. It's his brother. Was his brother. brother was the one that was with that. What's his? Uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein, yeah. See, this is why I don't, I can't say things because I don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> with them. But he did cheat on his wife, Miss Camilla. Dude, let's talk about Charles for one second, okay? Okay, okay. King Charles III, which they thought he might change, they might, because you know, when you become a, a king or a queen, you can actually choose whatever name you'd like. Okay. So they weren't sure if he was going to keep Razzmatazz. Charles. Ra- I'm Queen Razzmatazz. Well, I don't, I don't think they would let that happen. <laughs> But, you know, the first two King <laughs> Charles's were kind of wackadoos. One got beheaded by his people. The other one was just, you know, kind of a mess. So okay. they were like, well, is he really going to choose Charles? But he did. King Charles III, I think, sounds very lovely. I'm very happy for him. Where was I going with this story? A Camilla. Oh, yes. No, this is what I was going to do. Okay, so Camilla, yes. So he marries. He wanted to marry Camilla from the beginning, but it wasn't allowed because she oh. had a reputation. Like, she'd already like been around so i think that's kind of what happened like when i say reputation she'd been around it's probably nothing more than anyone else in this world has ever done i have nothing against her i'm just saying from the monarchy's point of view that was was the sitch damaged he they wanted something else so he ended up marrying diana to make it look good but you know did he love diana who knows he had uh, two amazing uh, very nice looking sons hello (laughs) um (laughs) who i quite enjoy looking at but um yeah, so he was basically cheating with Camilla this whole time. This is a funny thing, though, that I just learned. In the monarchy, a royal is not al- was not allowed to marry if their spouse was divorced and that their ex was still alive. So, like, if you were divorced and then your ex was dead, you could marry. Mm. They changed that law for Charles. Interesting. Which kind of reminds me of the Henry VIII because he changed all kinds of laws for himself. <laughs> well, that's what you can do when you're a fucking king. Well, yeah, I mean, his mom. But, you know, I, I do wish him the best. I hope that, you know, I have a great hopes for Charles. I think he can do a good well, job. I mean, he's already pretty old, so. He's 73. That's pretty old. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely will never reign as long as his mother. He'd be like 140 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's never going to happen. Yeah. He'll never have the platinum jubilee, let's put it that way. No. And, and probably then, neither would William. He's too old already. And for then that. who takes over? William takes over after oh, he dies. Oh, William, yeah. Okay. And then his son. George. George. He's so cute. He is a uh, fucking adorable. Yeah. So, and then Charlotte would be next in line. His daughter. His daughter. And Queen Charlotte sounds great. But the point so is. So how come it's only the kids the first son? That's just how it, how oh. it is. Unless all those kids die, which is why all the brothers were killing oh. each other back in the day. Oh. Or, yeah, and basically, like, killing their uh, offspring because if if all of William's children, something happened to them, then Harry would be next in line. Well, you see how that works? rude. I know. But anyway, I, I just love talking about the monarchy <laughs> so much. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do, like, a queen episode or something. We might. I need to do a little bit more research, though. Because, you know what? I honestly don't know much. I... You know, like you hear the news. I only hear about the queen on TikTok. I got some UK people that I follow on TikTok, and they talk about the queen. Mm. Everything shut down for, you know, RIP the queen day. Yeah. Does she get a holiday? What do you mean? 
Like, are they making a holiday out of her? Well, tomorrow is her funeral, and they made it a bank holiday, so nobody has to go to work. But, I mean, is it, like, a, every year her funeral is a bank holiday? Oh, I don't know. Oh. That's a good question. There's something. There's so many things to learn Do about. Do you think she's actually in the casket? Yes. She is. She okay. is. It's a lead-lined casket, um, which is basically airtight, and she's definitely in it. Mm. Yeah. No, she's there. Yeah. I just figured they'd put, like, a decoy out there. No. No. This is all orchestrated by the queen. She knew exactly what she wanted for her funeral and oh. procession and vigil and all of those things. Um, all those people spending all those hours to come give their respects to her, mm-hmm. which is pretty amazing because, you know, Westminster Abbey, I think, was open 23 hours a day to allow these people to come through. Um, it, they would not put a decoy in there. Oh, okay. It is her. Well, that's good. Um, yeah. And so that's. I always me, just figure it's like, you know, showbiz or whatever. No, I don't not think, really. it, not, not necessarily, no. It's kind of amazing. Hmm. But here's hoping that William gets to be king because, <laughs> I don't know, I keep like, you know. Like how long could the monarchy be around? Yeah, I mean, shoot, I lived in England in 2000 and people were talking about it then, how like they wanted to do away with the monarchy. And, you I know, mean, so. Did they really get a whole lot done anymore? They do a lot of things, yeah. They, they do. have a lot of power still. I don't know. I mean, that's that's another thing I could research. I yeah. don't really know. Because um, they have parliament. They have parliament, but parliament's been around for a long time. Their parliament is wild. It's wild. I've seen some videos where I'm like, jeez, <laughs> they're like cheering <laughs> and yelling. I'm like, wow. See, this is why we all need to be they're Brits. Really, like, really animated there. My heart will always remain in England. Always. Oh. You Brits are just so amazing. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I don't think we have any... Um, I don't think we have any English listeners. Oh, I know. I think we do. Do we? Okay, listen. If you are a Brit and you are mourning your queen right now, please send me an email. I just, I just want to feel your, your love and your. <laughs> my heart goes out to you, because I mean it is a nation. It's a nation mourning right now. Right. And this is the thing, though. I'll cut this short now. But if you think about losing a loved one in your life. And how private that is. And then this family has to go and do everything so incredibly publicly. So sad. While grieving. Yeah. And I don't care. You can give me the argument that she's 96. I don't care if she was 110. Yeah, you're still it's, sad when your grandma dies. You're still sad when your parent or your grandmother or your yeah. auntie or whoever dies. And they have had no time to grieve privately. And so I really hope that after all this time that they have that time as a family because, you know, I know people are making jabs at, like, you know, Charles is kind of losing his temper or whatever. And it's like, A, he's old. He's tired. He just lost his mother, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Family some slack. Even though there is a history of him having a little bit of a temperamentalness. But the queen, never. I mean, he grew up in a fucking monarchy. I'm just saying. The queen was I wouldn't be so well behaved either. Even keel. Yeah. She was just always just... Uh, I'm telling you, she's going to be a hard act to follow. She's amazing. And I went in Buckingham Palace. It's open two months out of the year. I went inside of it. It's amazing. Oh, that's cool. And this was way back in the day when Princess Margaret was still alive, and I saw her outside the window. Okay, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Seen her. Okay, goodbye. And seen. (laughs) All right, everybody. That is our, like, what's happening? I don't know what the fuck I'm going to call this. We don't know. But you know what? We'll sprinkle these in here and there. What's up with you? We'll just tell you about our interests and what's going on. Um, We'll, uh, hopefully we'll, you'll hear from us next week. Yeah. We got some stories lined up. Don't worry. 
Yeah, we do. <laughs> we love you guys. All right. You till can. We, oh, yeah. Tell them where You can us. email us at killerspiritspod at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Instagram at killerspiritspod where we post pictures of our cocktails and pictures from the show. Uh, check it out. Give us a follow if you haven't already. Um, Happy fall. Happy fall. <laughs> we'll be seeing you. Bye. Soon. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>